Hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at. I know I'm in an alleyway. I know. I know how I look. But I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers. That's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. I'm gonna hand over the business to you one day and you're gonna have to take a hard look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I a businessman or am I a little boy who doesn't know anything about business? I'm a little boy that doesn't know anything about business, Grandpa. I told you one day I'm gonna hand it over, not today. I don't care about how you feel right now. It's about how you feel. Grandpa, you sound real old. (laughs) I'm going to die soon, but I'm 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 not going to die that soon. You know, at least uh, I I hope you're ready for taking over the business. One day, Grandpa, I'll be just as bloodthirsty as you. Listen, if you don't have the thirst for blood, how are you going to survive in the vampire industry? They're all thirsty. Everyone's thirsty, okay? Oh, oh. Everyone's looking. <laughs> Everyone's very thirsty. Ooh, thirsty. That's why Gran- we're, our business. Grandfather of aged. I've aged <laughs> twenty years in a day. It's a and great- I'm here for the business. Do I have to kill you or what? What? How does this go? I'm a vampire. Of course, you have to kill me. I'm not gonna die uh, on my own. I've been waiting for this I'm day, old, Grandpa. I'm an old. I'm an old, opinionated vampire. You can't. I, what's what's? There's no butter on this toast. What are you doing? <laughs> give me some. Give me some better toast. Come on. Well, your buttered toast is about to land, oh, face down. Oh, I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you for the buttered toast? Analogy? I knew you. I knew you would kill me for the family business, because I told you you should. That's why I knew. I w- I you knew I wanted this. This. Rug business. <laughs> you know, vampires are all about oriental carpeting. Everyone loves it. <laughs> what is this bit? Welcome to Segment City. <laughs> We're just a couple of fucking idiots. I'm Will Kane. I'm Theo Sapakos. And this is a podcast in which Theo and I uh, role play as vampires the entire time. Very old businessman vampires. Also, we sometimes have segments. And we start. It's we mostly start with, it's mostly businessmen vampires though honestly. Yeah, that's that's actually the the majority of the podcast. <laughs> uh if you've never listened that is the basically the entire podcast. Uh but we usually start with Will's stupid thoughts. So I'm going to present that to you today right now ready Theo. Uh, boy am I ready. What is the minimum amount of home you need to not be homeless? As a millennial, <laughs> let me tell you, I will never <laughs> own property, and that makes me primo homeless. Now you have you're renting though. That's that's similar. That's you're, you you have partial something. So okay, so you're allowed to be in the space. So we've already established that to not be homeless, you don't have to own anything. You can just rent. Okay. So, but you still need to. There still needs to be money. Okay. okay how about let's, this? Let's a, start from the bottom. Question, I have a question for you. Yes. If you have a timeshare, but for the rest of the time you are homeless, are you homeless full time or Ooh. are you homeless 50 weeks a year? You are homeless 50 weeks a year. <laughs> I don't you, think that, but you I have those, there's you have those two sweet sweet w- weeks in Mexico. <laughs> is okay, so is the implication that if you have a home at all, if you have a tent but then somebody steals it, were you not homeless for that year? If you you had it for a day or if it's like, oh, I was I had to sleep in my car one day. It's like, are you homeless? Well, that entire time the tent. Did did you own the tent or were you a renter? Yeah, that was your tent. Oh, it was my tent. Okay, it's your tent. I was borrowing it from you. (laughs) What if you're house house sitting someone for quite for quite a long time (laughs) (laughs) and you're not paying rent? So it's a situation where they're on the lamb. And yeah. you're just like, I, where are they? They said they wanted me to look after their home, but oh, <laughs> dang it, they're murderers. Um, what if you're homeless, but then your friend goes to prison, but he's like, for the next 20 years, someone's got to look after my house. Can you look after my house? And you're like, cool, I got you. And then you move in. 
Is he still like? Let's assume fully paid off house, right? No mortgage, or right? Whatever. Because this convict um, was embezzling diamonds, and then the, and then the bank was like, "Yeah," house. and they were like, "We're not going to take his house." You know what? You're going to keep the diamonds, and we'll just send you, you to jail. But we, you can still have diamonds. We can't prove that you paid the house off with diamonds, even though your your front steps say uh, they have a sign that says, "I bought it." Say <laughs> bought diamonds. in diamonds. You have a grill that says "bought in diamonds." You had a realtor that only works with, with diamonds. They call him Mr. Diamondo, and he only it, accepts diamonds as a payment. Hey, it's me, Mr. Diamondo. You want a house? You got some fucking diamonds? Then we can talk. That sounds like an infomercial. Welcome to my... Call 1-800-DIAMONDS-FOR-HOUSE. <laughs> he's like a weird lawyer. He's just like, have you been injured by diamonds? Have you have or you a loved been, one have, been injured by diamonds? <laughs> Have you been the victim of a diamond heist? Are you the heister Wait. of the diamonds and the, yes. the traps that somebody set for you in their tomb? I fell on you. I was I was the the, the target of Ocean's Thirteen. This is the perfect advertisement for me. I was and the victim I'm of the a diamond for you. I have a very specific way of doing attorneying. I only work on cases like this. Somebody came to me and they're just like, "Excuse me." This person didn't give me my last paycheck. I said, get out of here unless the paycheck is in diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> it's in diamonds. The paycheck was made out for $1, but it was made out of diamonds. <laughs> I should know that trick. I do it all the time. Nobody gets my business a lot. Anyway, back to this. <laughs> Mr. Diambo is a great character, but we have to we have to get this back. I, okay, let's start on ground level. Okay, what's the ground? Tell me what the ground, ground level is. Ground level is you're sleeping on the ground. Okay. It <laughs> started started at the ground level. Well, that's when the businessman says you you got to get in on this deal at the ground level because you have yeah. to sleep outside the business for a week. The business is selling cardboard boxes. You have a cardboard box. Is that a house? That's not a house. That's not a house. Okay, so because, we're we're saying cardboard by its nature is 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 made to be temporary. It's never made to be a permanent solution. It's not a mm. this this house is not a home because this home is not temporary. All right, so material comes into it. Yes. Uh. What if I have four planks of wood, like big, big plywood, more sturdy than than cardboard? So you got you got it, five, you got four walls on a roof. Yeah, or, or we could say like a tin shed. We have a shed now. You have a we shed have a, now. Uh, we have a, a shitty shack. What is um, in? Okay, now this gets into another component. What is inside of your shack? There's nothing in my shack right that now. That is not a home. You do not have a That's house. That's not a home. You gotta, hey, but you home gotta is fill. where the heart is. Yeah, but <laughs> there's no heart in this decoration. And this de- interior decorating, <laughs> there's no heart. No one put any heart in it. You're just coming in like <laughs> like a fi- like it's a TLC show. And you're Listen, just like, you can, you can, hey, you can work in, on this. You could put some nice paintings up. And he's like, I do You could live in an eight-bedroom mansion. And if there's no heart put into the decoration... You're basically homeless. Okay? I, want you I to would think disagree. That. Okay, I have a mansion and there's no couches. There's no chairs. There's no nothing. Then there's you're not basically homeless because you're sitting on the goddamn ground like a bum. You'd still have a home though. You'd be no. you'd be surrounded that's, that's no by home. walls. That, this is that's no home. That's no home. It's not a home, it's a house. You, it, what what <laughs> constitutes a house? Okay. So there's a difference here between homeless and houseless. Okay. Wait. Okay. Wait. So, by your definition, if your house is not sufficiently furnished to your standards, the person is homeless. You know, I I've been waiting for the right moment to tell you this, but actually, I'm oh, the shit. one who decides which houses are homes and who's homeless and who's not. All right, we're on a video call. Can you just like take a little look around? You remember how I haven't changed it all that much. <laughs> so I got a bed. Look at I this. Got some you've posters. got some nice artwork. You've oh, got a I nice also, bed. You've got a, I got folded clothes on my you, bed. You folded clothes stuff. on your bed. That is by far and a ways a home. You've you've That's got a home. home, baby. I would okay, so I would say cardboard box, not a home. I agree with you. Okay. Shed. We we're getting somewhere. So we're getting more homey there. We're getting to the house. We're getting to that house structure. There's more structure. It's not going to blow over with some wind. You're not a homeowner. Too but... much wind, maybe it'll blow over, but it's still right. Okay, right. When does it? When do we like? Okay, let's add in. There's a latrine because to- like plumbing. That's that's pretty. Oh, I totally forgot stuff. that the shack doesn't have a bathroom. That's absolutely not a house. The sh- the shack is just literally metal around a person i think that to qualify as a house 
you might need indoor pro- plumbing. I, I think that might you be think, a prerequisite. You think that's a hard... What about electricity? Because there are people nah. all over the world who don't have electricity. I don't think so. I don't think that... Needs it's the indoor plumbing part? Yeah. I think it's the indoor it plumbing. A, a modern it makes a house. big difference. I think, I think that's... Yeah, I think I agree with you. A shack I think a with, shack is not a home. A shack with like a toilet in it? That could be a home. That could be <laughs> this, a home. That makes an outhouse a home. That's <laughs> an that's, outhouse. That's, that's what the Unabomber lived in. <laughs> I think he was fine. So I think we're good. Yeah, I think I think that's... Uh, you need some way of... You, you have to have something to sleep on. Okay. You have to have somewhere to... Basically, it has to serve all the functions a human has to like a Sleep? studio apartment gotta... is the is the lowest level of like home because it's got a bed it's got kitchen it's got bathroom those are yes. the, those are the things you need those are the three things right you can and like co- cooking place it could even i could even see an outdoor fireplace like if you're really or out in the woods like okay that's fine but <laughs> outhouse that's... that's right next to a mcdonald's boom home there you go. That's a home. That's a <laughs> Can I live in a McDonald's? What if, if I just kind of set up in a McDonald's that is, and has all the yes, things? Absolutely, you can. It has all right. Thing. What about an outhouse that has wheels on it so you can wheel right to the drive-thru? Home. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody comes and just, like, you take a hard turn and you just fall over. And like, oh, the shit's everywhere. Oh, no. It's really top heavy. Oh. Anyway, let's move on because we <laughs> spent too much time on this stupid. I'm glad that we got it nailed down, though. That was a question that has also been nagging me for a long time. Has it actually? No. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, for my next segment, my first and next segment, I have another edition of Am I the Asshole? Ooh. It's time. Get into this. It's time for a little, a a little judgment, a little judgment from us, the the judges. I'm ready. Tell me this story. Am I the asshole? I made a page online where I was going to parody all the shit that goes down at our school, including the people that go there. I wanted okay. it to stay anonymous so people don't take it personally, but I got caught after making like two memes and everyone immediately thought it was <laughs> mean and unfunny. This is kind of ridiculous, IMO, because people should be able to laugh at themselves every now and then. The memes I did manage to make weren't even mean, honestly. One of them was calling this girl a spoiled rich kid, basically, but she's not, obviously not obviously not true so she should have gotten the hint that it's sarcasm and i mean come on stand-up comedians always pick out random members of the audience and make jokes <laughs> of them and nobody considers it to be targeting so i don't i think why people get so pissed here are people not able to take a joke or are they justified to get up in arms about it hey will is this uh, guy the asshole this is the easiest am i the asshole <laughs> in the world fuck yes you are the <laughs> asshole you're such a dick. Like, he went through the whole, like, defense of comedy bit. Like, once he got to, like, well, well comedians can point out people. And I'm like, they're professionals. And people came for to be made for, like, you don't go to, like, if it's an insult comic going and being like, I hope I don't get in the splash zone of insults. Like, you, you hope. You don't go to Gallagher without See, what, having a tarp on. What you, what Whereas you... this person thinks he's Gallagher and he's just smashing <laughs> watermelons everywhere and being like, why Why do you hate that I have, wa- like, getting watermelon everywhere? What you don't know about this man is that he starts every one of his middle school classes by getting up in front of the class and going, so everybody's, how's everybody doing tonight? Thanks for coming <laughs> out. Yeah, you you with the lunchbox. Fucking nice. You, did your mom pack it for you, idiot? Yeah, she did. Wow, what you got in there? Some baloney. I, I that that's that's terrible, dude. My mom is in the hospital with corona. Oh, look at this guy. Boo! Let's all boo him. No, boo you. <laughs> boo! boo. Oh, you boo. you can't take a joke. What's the problem? Oh, can somebody? The teacher comes up and is like, "Hey, I can't bully him, but can somebody else? Can somebody <laughs> come and just like take care of this for me?" So, what you actually don't know about this character is that it's actually the teacher of a middle school class. How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a real fact or not, because that would make this ten times worse. Tyler, looking like you got a C on your last test. Look Eat at this alert. rich girl over here. Fucking like just come up here being all prissy and stuff, and everyone just hates her. Everybody hates her. Everyone hates her. Rich enough to pay for private school, but not smart enough to get in. Boom roasted. Got him. This person's an absolute tool. Yes. Because I also love that he immediately got caught. Yes, I can tell that he is. This is a student who is who is a jerk. Obviously, probably not very mature. And. I love that he doesn't realize he's being an asshole and he's not even good at being an asshole because he got caught. 
after making yes. two memes. The fact that he felt the need to make everything anonymous, I think, <laughs> betrays the fact that he knew it was bad. He really thinks he's an artist, and that's really the reason why he got caught because he was signing off, signing his memes in the bottom part. <laughs> in the bottom part, from corner. anonymous, anonymous. Everyone's like, "All right, that's or from Jonathan." Everyone's like, "Jonathan from anonymous." I've I've met people like this where yes. people think that they are a secret genius, but really they're just a dickhead who yes. thinks they're better than everyone else. Who gave this guy the right to? make memes on people and also you're when you're in that school zone that person doesn't know that you're joking about them being rich unless they are like the poor kid they're right. like does it is this how people think of me like people will take that seriously also this- either way you lose because if it is sarcasm and they aren't rich that's still just dunking on them yeah it's just being a dick it's this person's just a dick like yes. i bet i did uh I, I mentioned in a previous episode that I worked at a summer camp and there's one kid that nobody nobody sat with and everybody was like, he's just kind of rude. He's not a good kid. And I was like, well, I'll give him a chance to sit down with him. I felt bad for him. And then we were like talking stuff and like he would say some stuff that's kind of negging towards me. And I was like, I'll let it slide because I'm a, an adult and this right. is a teenager. But then he was because my nickname at there was Deckard. Because my last name's Kane, so Deckard Kane is a character in Diablo. Um, and he, I overheard him say, Deckard, more like Dickard. And I was just like, <laughs> Yo, sick I, dunk, dude. I looked, I looked at another kid and okay. I was like, Did he not understand I'm right here? Hey, Will, in post, can you insert some sick air horns into No, Abby? I'm not going to do that. Well, I'm not going to talk to myself. It was a sick dunk, my dude. No, I'm not going to do that. Hey, Will, put him in now. <laughs> There wow. we go. This is a fascist empire that I get no say in the editing of. But but I was like, this unless you start editing. Yeah, I know <laughs> I, I know I know that I have no grounds to stand on, but I still like to complain. Um, but I was like, <laughs> I'm your only friend, kid. Everybody hates you. Now I hate you too. <laughs> so like there's just people like that that are just spiteful and narcissistic. Indeed. And just in this guy's one of them. He's a dick, he's an asshole. Asshole confirmed. Asshole confirmed. Go back to the asshole swamp that you came from, please. All right. <laughs> it's my swamp. Anyway, let's go on to my great segment, which is Wikipedia Historian. <gasps> I wish I had a jingle for that one. I don't either. I'd, I'd love Wikipedia Historian. Hell I don't it. know. Uh, all right. This is the tale of a man named Tarare. Tarare. Who was born... In rural France, near near Lyon, around 1772, his date of birth is unrecorded, and not even it's not even known if Terrare was his real name or a nickname. Now, Terrare, this is going off the Wikipedia part because this is basically we read the Wikipedia of a historical th- event, and I edited it a little bit. But Terrare should be uh, the face of those hungry man. meals that you can get because he is when i say he is the hungriest man i've ever read about he is the hungriest man the game hungry hungry hippos was actually named after terrari terrari was (laughs) the original hungry hungry hippo it was in in france it's actually called terrari 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 and wow when you think uh, so let's let me just get into it Although, what do you? What are your vibes immediately when I say he's a hungry man? What do you think is going to happen? This guy was written down in history for being known to consume. Yes. Do you think that means that he was just like, "Ooh, bring me more grapes, please"? I think he was probably a wandering traveler that just ate and then went to the next place, and that was his life. You're actually pretty spot on. Let's hear You're... about him. I want to hear All about right, this All right, so guy. as a child, Terrare had a huge appetite and by his teens could eat a quarter of a bullock, which is, a, I think, a bull, uh, weighing as much as Terrare himself in a single day. What? So he ate a quarter of a bull. Wait, hold on. Quick math. Yeah. He's saying that in one day, the equivalent of me- the weight of himself. The equivalent of someone like me could eat like 45 pounds of food that's- fucking ridiculous uh no that's the equivalent of saying he i like 
that would be like if I ate 200 pounds of food. Wait, a quarter a of a quarter of the bowl he, weighs. He could eat a quarter of a bowl weighing as much as himself. He could eat his own body weight. Yeah, in a single day, bro. What? By this time, his parents could not provide for him and oh, had shit. to force him to leave home. For some years after this, he toured the country with a roaming band of thieves and prostitutes, begging and stealing for food, before gaining employment as a warm-up act to a traveling charlatan. Which is, what? I, I forgot that charlatans were real things because that is just a word that meaning like <laughs> deceiver. Yes. So it's just a professional deceiver. So Tarari Come see would, my act. <laughs> I, I just trick you. you. Is I maybe it's like a magician. Magicians are technically professional Sh- sure, fair illusionists. Enough. Uh Tarari would draw a crowd by eating corks, stones, and live animals. Holy shit. And by swallowing an entire basketful of apples one after the other. What? He would eat ravenously and was particularly fond of snake meat. What the fuck? In 1788, Tarari moved to Paris to work as a street performer. He appears to have been successful in general, but on one occasion, the act went wrong and he suffered severe intestinal obstruction. Members, of, which I'm amazed that it sorry, doesn't just, happen all sorry, the fucking yeah, time. Just once? Just just the yeah, once? Yeah, he's, he's eating corks and stones. I can't believe, <laughs> like, it's it that like this is the first time he's like, oh, this is not good. He went to the doctor. He's like, doc, what's wrong with me? They're like, everything's wrong <laughs> everything's with you. Everything's wrong with you. Uh, he... Members of the crowd carried him to the Hotel Dio Hospital, where he was treated with powerful laxatives. He made a full recovery and offered to demonstrate his act by eating his surgeon's watch and chain. M. Guillard, the surgeon, was unimpressed by the offer and <laughs> warned him that if he did so, he would cut Terrari open to recover the items. Oh my god. That imagine. is the best flex by a surgeon ever. I will cut your ass open and get my shit back. <laughs> imagine just Terrari's like, I could eat your watch and stuff. And he's just like, if you do that, I will fucking disembowel you <laughs> he's like all right never mind goodbye i am Torari. uh despite his unusual diet Torari was slim and of average height at the age of 17 he weighed only 100 pounds no he was described as having an unusually soft fa- fair hair and abnormally wide mouth roughly four inches between his jaw when his mouth was fully extended. That's in w- that's gaping. That is a maw. That is gaping. In which his teeth were heavily stained and in which the lips were almost invisible. So he is a mouth on a <laughs> stick body. Like, he is just he's, Pac-Man. He's a puppet. He's got a he's, stick for a body and he's got a giant ass head. He's he's such a... They have a picture of him and he looks weird. Well, Jesus. like a drawing of him. I just have to and say, I don't if, know if it's like, yeah, if he's a hundred pounds. There's probably something wrong with his digestive system, right? Like he's not absorbing the nutrients out of all this food he's eating. To, I mean, just jumping forward, his, just talking about his, he's basically. They said that you could look down basically into his stomach. He's like a snake. Jesus. Like they when they did, they're just like, oh, we can just see like down his throat. Terrare, terrare. Uh, when he had not eaten, his skin would hang so loosely that he could wrap the fold of skin from his abdomen around his waist. Jesus Christ, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> when well, full, I, the, the mental image of that is is disgusting. Well, this is even worse. When full, his abdomen would distend like a huge balloon. The skin of his oh, cheeks was, was wrinkled and hung loosely. When stretched out, he could hold twelve eggs or apples. Oh in his my mouth. God. So he's this just dude is a, a big... fucking mama kangaroo. <laughs> what is cartoon... wrong with this man? He's, a, he's literally a cartoon character. He's like, where he's just. It is time for the Easter egg hunt. Good thing I didn't forget my basket. <laughs> I've got it right here. He he's literally just like I. He's a snake. He's just a big snake man. He's a snake with hangy skin. He sounds like an anime character, like like a villain from my my hero. He, he is he is gluttony from. Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, His body was hot to the touch and he sweated heavily. He constantly had foul body odor. He was described as stinking to such a degree that he could not be endured within the distance of 20 paces. The smell would get noticeably worse after he had eaten. His eyes and cheeks would become bloodshot. A visible vapor would rise from his body and he would become lethargic. During which time he would belch <laughs> noisily and his jaws would make swallowing motions. So he's just a... He's a snake! Ima- yeah, imagine... Okay, imagine this big smelly man just ate a big meal and his gut is distended like he just he's like a cartoon character. And you can see steam coming off of him and he's and sitting he's there steam- burping. And he's just like, oh! 
I need Dorore is having a ba- he had a big meal. Oh, I need time to recharge my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had chronic diarrhea. Of course he did. How could which, you not? Which had been, been described as feeded beyond all conception. <laughs> I am shitting bricks. No, literally, look, I am shitting bricks. I ate them earlier. Well, here's the thing. Despite his large intake of food, he did not appear to either either to vomit excessively or to gain weight. So he it's just passing through him. Yes, he probably has a digestive tract problem. Yeah, aside from his eating habits, his contemporaries saw no apparent signs of mental illness or unusual behavior in him <laughs> other than an apparent apathetic temperament with a, quote, a complete lack of force and, and ideas. So he's just a lazy glutton. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with him other than being sort of lazy. The cause of Tarari's behavior is not known. While there are other documented cases of similar behavior from this period, none of the subjects other than Tarare were autopsied, and there have been no modern documented case resembling Tarare. Hyperthyroidism mm-hmm. can induce an extreme appetite, rapid weight loss, profuse sweating, heat intolerance, and fine hair. They also think that Tarare had a damaged amygdala. On the outbreak of the War of the First Coalition, Tarare joined the French Revolutionary <laughs> Army. So he finally, he's been walking around with prostitutes and thieves. And now he's finally been like, I will be, I will serve my country with my weird talents. <laughs> I will take them to the front lines and I will infiltrate and I will eat all of their supplies. <laughs> I mean, you're, we'll get there. Unfortunately for him, military rations were insufficient to satisfy his appetite. Yeah, of course. He would carry out tasks for other soldiers in return for a share of their rations and scavenge on the dung heaps for scraps. Jesus Christ. This he, so guy, he's literally eating shit. He's eating shit. But this was not enough to satisfy him. He was admitted to a military hospital with a case of extreme exha- exhaustion. He was granted quadruple rations but remained hungry. He would scavenge for garbage in gutters and refuse containers, eating the scraps of food left by other patients, and creep into apothecary's room to eat poultices. Military surgeons could not understand his appetite. Tarare was ordered to remain in the military hospital to take part in uh, physiological experiments uh, by Dr. Corville and Pierre-Francois Percy. Corville and Percy decided to test Tarare's capacity for food. A meal had been prepared for 15 laborers near the hospital gates, although generally hospital staff restrained Tarare in the presence of food like he's a fucking dog. Uh, on this occasion, Tor- uh, Corville allowed him to reach the table undisturbed. Torari ate the entire meal of two large meat pies, plates of grease, and salt, and four gallons of milk, and then immediately fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just this big cartoon. He's just like, ah, wee, wee, wee. He's the Pokemon slacking. That's him. Yeah, he is. He is absolutely. He's, he's like lick a tongue. Uh, Corville noticed that Torari's belly became taunt and inflated like a large balloon, which is just so it's such a on another occasion Torari was presented with a live cat he tore the cat's abdomen open with his teeth and drank its blood and proceeded to eat the entire cat aside from its bones no kill this man no before vomiting up its fur and skin like he's a fucking bird what the hell is wrong you're not a (laughs) werewolf what the fuck is going on here (laughs) that's the perfect reaction what's happening (laughs) who is this Torari Following this, hospital staff ordered Tarare a variety of other animals, including snakes, lizards, and puppies, all of which were eaten. He also what? swallowed an entire eel without chewing, having first crushed its head with his teeth. What? Yes. After several months he spent as an experimental case, military authorities began to press Tarare to be returned to active duty. They wanted to continue the things, but uh, they decided that they could use his abilities for military use. A document was placed inside a wooden box, which would be in turn be fed to Tarare. Two days later, the box was retrieved from his excrement, with the document still legible condition. Uh, Corville propo- proposed to uh, De Bahamas, which is, I think, a general, that Tarare could thus serve as a mer- military courier, carrying documents secretly into enemy territory with no risk of being found if he was searched. Tarare was called... To demonstrate his abilities before a gathering of commanders of the Army of the Rhine. Having swallowed the buck successfully, Torari was given a wheelbarrow filled with 30 pounds of raw bull's lungs and liver as a reward. What the Once fuck? again, like a fucking dog. Like a dog. They're treating him like an animal. 
Which she immediately he is. Which he immediately ate in front of the assembled generals. Imagine being there, just like, yes, we will have the freak come in and eat a fucking box, <laughs> and then he's gonna eat thirty pounds, and everyone's just like mesmerized. They're just like, is he gonna do it? He's oh my god. Imagine if Tarare was in a hot dog eating contest. Imagine how if, much he would just obliterate it. Imagine if that was your life. You're like a general in the French army, you're like, I can't decide if I should work from home today <laughs> why am i doing a russian accent <laughs> he's, he's just like, like i think i'm done i think, I think I, i'm good I, really, I need to take a mental health day i need to like you know stay home and recharge and the other guy's like nah dude we got a freak coming in to eat 30 pounds of lungs <laughs> all right i think maybe i'll come in all right i'll come in just for that and i'll get the free lunch that you guys are serving and i'll go home <laughs> they did not trust him fully so they sent a message to a captured lieutenant saying to send a message back if he retrieved it and to send any art troop movement intel Torari crossed the Prussian lines under cover of darkness, disguised as a German peasant. Unable to speak German, oh, <laughs> he no. soon attracted the attention of local residents. Imagine this weird guy comes in and he's just like, Do you have any scrap piles I could go hair hair whatever? Hey, you gonna finish that dog? Are you gonna like, finish that that wiener schnitzel? Uh, I could. Really... And they're like, I think he. And then they reported him to the police. He was captured outside of Lando. A strip search found nothing suspicious on his person. Despite being whipped by Prussian soldiers, he refused to betray his mission. Brought before the local Prussian commander, he uh, General Zoigli. Uh, he again refused to talk and was imprisoned. After 24 hours of captivity, Tarari relented and explained the scheme to his captors. He was then chained to a latrine, and eventually, 30 hours after being swallowed, the wooden box emerged. Uh, the general was furious when the documents, which Tarari had said contained vital intelligence, transpired only to be uh, a dummy message. And Tarari was taken to a gallows with a noose placed around his neck. They then beat him and then sent him back to the French. They decided what? better than They're like, eh, whatever. He's like, oh, well, they're costing them resources anyway, so. Yeah. Following this incident, Tarari was desperate to, fo- to avoid further military service. He's like, I can't get enough food. And he returned to the hospital, telling Percy that he would attempt any possible cure for his appetite. Uh, Percy treated him with laudanum without success. Further treatments with wine, vinegar, and tobacco pills were like likewise unsuccessful because it was the 1700s the and they 1700s. didn't know shit. Uh, following these failures, Percy fed Tarare large quantities of soft-boiled eggs. I don't understand what he was trying to do other than to give him worse diarrhea. <laughs> uh, but this also failed to suppress his appetite. Efforts to keep him uh, on any kind of controlled diet failed. He would sneak out of the hospital to scavenge for awful outside butcher shops and to fight stray dogs for carrion in gutters, alleys, and rubbish heaps. Jesus. So he is just a stray dog at this point. Yes. He also he was also caught several times within the hospital drinking blo- from patients undergoing bu- bloodletting. Jesus Christ! And attempting to eat the bodies in the hospital mortuary. He's a he's a vampire. He's a vamp. He's a vampire. He's a vampire. So he's trying to eat the bodies. Yes. Uh, other doctors believed that Torari was mentally ill and pressed him to be transferred to a lunatic asylum, but Percy was keen to continue his experiments, and Torari remained in the military hospital. This is the time where you could just, like, have a pet like, weirdo. No, he's a weirdo. Like, I must have him. We'll just have do experiments on him. At some t- After some time, a 14-month-old child disappeared from the hospital. Oh, Jesus. And Torari was immediately suspected. Percy was unable to, or one, unwilling to defend him, and the hospital staff chased Tarare from the hospital, <laughs> which to which he never returned. That's Four it. That's, later, that's the punishment for eating a baby. Just never I love to... that they're just like, hey, get out of here. They're you get, get out of here. Get the pitchforks. We've everybody. got a one get strike policy against eating babies. You can eat dead bodies, but no babies. Hey, we. I know we said that we'd help anyone, but you're just too weird. <laughs> I can't deal with you. Excuse me, sir. Your health insurance doesn't cover eating babies. Uh, we're going to have, have to ask you to pay for that out of pocket. Oh, no. Uh, well, four years later, they don't have to worry that much because four years later, Tora returned to the hospital weak and bedridden. He had tuberculosis and died soon after. Wow. The tale of Terrari. Terrari is a fucking weirdo. What a, <laughs> I what love a monster. the story of him. Uh, yeah, he might have eaten a baby, but he's fascinating. <laughs> Because Did I eat th- a baby? I'll never tell. Oh. Just, just from a physiological. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll never tell. Um, just from a physiological thing is just like bananas. That there's a snake man 
that existed. And That's he just wild. was like, I cannot stop eating. I am literally the personification of gluttony. Um, Jesus. It's, so yeah, what's what's your thoughts on this? It sounds like there was something medically wrong with him that, that 1700s doctors couldn't figure out. And I would argue that 1700s doctors are some of some of the worst time period of doctors in human existence. At least before then, they had like herbs and stuff that they would like mash up. In the 1700s, they were actively was, attaching leeches to you. They were attaching yeah. leeches to you. They're, I think it's the hope part. If I was bleeding out in like 1400, I'd be like, I'm pretty dead. <laughs> there's no hope like i'm gonna just like die I'm, i have i'm sick nobody's given me anything uh 1700 is when they start doing shit to you 1800 they're like a little bit they're like maybe we shouldn't blood let as much um yeah 1700 is like something's wrong with you oh here's some opium haha you're fixed yeah. it, it was not a good time period in poor Terrare. I don't think I think maybe we could figure him out now, but also he's just so weird. We also just have a surplus of food. We could just we could just feed him now, right? Yeah, we like, could feed him. We could just enough feed food him in the world that we could just feed him. Um, but anyway, on to your segment after my gross one. After your gross one comes my. I don't know. It's the, the transitions not are as, hard, my dude. Not as oh, I'm good at them. You hey. Speaking of eating yeah. things, it's time to eat up these sweet deals that I've oh, got right. for you. For there as, we go. As seen on TV products. Oh boy. Here we go. I have prepared for you, Will. How this segment works is I have three as seen on TV products. Two of mm. which are real. One of which is fake. I will read you the name, the price, and the description, and you will tell me which one is fake. All right. The prize. You get to win the other two items that are real. Just kidding. I'm not spending that much money on you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, get them for a gift for me. There you go. If you actually want these, these are terrible. No. First item, the Euro Club for (laughs) $24.95. All right. Can I guess what this is? You can absolutely guess if you like. The Euro Club is, um, it's a like Euro Club in a box. It's like it's a cardboard box and uh-huh. you stick your head in it now that we're in like uh Coronaville and you just start you just hear boo, 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 <laughs> boo, and it smells like Heineken and you're just like and you just hear somebody talking and it's just like bonjour and you're just like huh and you what? hear somebody go oh yeah this is my favorite song and they're just like <laughs> I think this one uh the the Eurovision this one is the club mix <laughs> boom boom yeah i presume it's not that or it's a golf club specifically from europe hey for 24.95 i would buy that product that sounds great 24.95 Ooh, okay so but here we go 24.95 the euro club how many times has this happened to you you're playing 18 holes with your best buddies drinking water beer sports drinks etc you're coming down the third yeah, hole with time. no restroom in sight there are oh, no, no trees and brushes around you you just have oh, to go no. what are you gonna do the Euro Club is discreet, sanitary way for your urgent relief. No. Created by a board-certified no. urologist. No. It looks no. like an ordi- ordinary golf club, but contains no. a reservoir built into the grip to relieve it's yourself. It's a piss club. The yeah. Euro Club is leak-proof, easy to clean, and no more embarrassing moments. Uh, no, it's, it's very embarrassing. It's the pee-pee uh, club. It's the, okay, here's the question. Do you pee in the top of it? It's in the handle. Where your hand, yeah, the hand grip. Oh, jeez. Imagine just slipping your dick into one of those and everybody's just like, he's, what? What? (laughs) What group of people is, like, more okay with you peeing into the club than just being like, y'all, can you just turn around? I'm just going to pee. We're outside. Which which one of those is less weird? I think, can you pee on a golf course? I think the answer is no, based on the fact this product exists. And they're kind of fancy. I mean, you probably can't, but it's the great outdoors and you probably could. Yeah, you could get away with it, but this is the just also you're already drinking beers and waters and sports drinks. Just, just pee, pee into, into a, a bottle. bottle. Yes, agreed. They, they want you to hide it though, and yes. that's imagine you... forgetting which <laughs> club it is, hey, and then smacking a ball, and the piss gets everywhere. Imagine that you are going with your golf buddies, and you have to pee, and they're like, "Oh, look at fucking idiot over here has to pee." You know what they call me? Iron bladder. I never pee. <laughs> I never give in. I have had to pee since the fourth grade, and I've never once done it. Look at now, you. Now let me just go into the woods. I know my ball was in, <laughs> in there, but like, let me just. Oh, I'm just bringing my new club. <laughs> I think this one's real. So let's go on to the next All one because right, I don't think you would be this nasty. The next one is 
sauna pants for thirty nine ninety five. Sauna pants. Oh, that's just sweatpants in the summer. Sauna pants provides the benefits of a heat sauna in the area you need most. The stomach, might... waist, butt, and hips. It's no. so simple to use. Just wear no. it and turn the dial no. onto your, des- your desired temperature. Within minutes, sauna pants will make you sweat quickly in the areas where you need it most. Abdomen, waist, back, and hips, helping you shed water Dude. and potentially lose weight. The soothing it's... heat also helps ease tight muscles and sore joints. Shed that extra water weight today. Did they basically just take a plastic bag and they just tie it around your body and then they're like, now you're going to sweat in the summertime. This will get you good. This is the product sauna-y. where you can pay thirty nine ninety five for permanent swamp ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. The whole point of like when you go into a sauna, it's the wooden benches and everyone has the ass in print. You want to leave that everywhere? Like, what is what is the point of this product? Honey, can you bring me a beer? I can't get up. My pants is full of sweat. <laughs> it's just, it just turns into a water balloon. Pants. Because I presume you have to tie it off or something. It's a, it's a sauna for just your just your groin, though. It's not... You don't get... Does it spray water? Do, like, how does it get the sauna? It's got the heat, so it's, like, steamy. It's, like, steamy. Oh, I hate that. That's the worst. As somebody who's perpetually warm, that sounds like a nightmare to me. <laughs> All right, last product. The Itchies Blanket for nineteen ninety five. <laughs> okay, this this is a good contender for a uh, Theo dumb one. Lying in bed kept awake by an itch on your back that you just can't seem to reach? The Itchies Blanket is here to reach those spots that you can't. With a soft side and a side des- designed to satisfy those itches. <laughs> this is the perfect blanket. Say goodbye to bothering someone else to reach that spot. The Itchies Blanket has got your back. That's the fucking worst product i've ever heard of a half itchy blanket yes <laughs> you know how it's the expression like everybody hates an itchy blanket like this is the product this, this is, is our product this is our product now you know what if you it starts like bleeding through like over time it wears <laughs> and then it's like oh it's the itchy part oh no it's it's a sponge it's one of the sponges with the scrubby on the back and that's it's what the, it is it's the abrasive side they took the, it's the oh god now oh i have to think how much was that one that was 1995 all right so it's between your euro club i think is too real i think it's stupid it's startlingly real it's it's too real for it's too real i think i think sauna pants are fantastical enough that you could have come up with them the sauna pants also i can imagine you and laura one of you being like, my back is itchy. If only this blanket had an itchy part. <laughs> you've never and heard. And then you're just you like, I, I got it. You don't, you've never, you don't think of me and Laura sitting around going, my crotch is dry. I really wish it was damp. <laughs> Your relationship would be very bad if you constantly <laughs> saying, honey, my crotch is dry. Anything we could do about that? And then you just, so here's some goes, sauna no. pants. Here's some sauna pants. <laughs> I hope my I want your pants to leave a mark everywhere. I'm gonna go with I think you came up with sauna pants. I think there's just not an like I think there's enough questions that I had that you had to come up with answers for <laughs> in your head just now. So you think that the answer is sauna pants for thirty nine ninety five? Yes, I do. The real answer is the itchies blanket is God fake. Damn <laughs> God damn it! It was the itchies. It was the itchies. It just goes to what? show how I can't believe that you could actually buy sauna pants. How, okay, so give me give me an insight into how you came up with the itchy blanket. Because, well, I don't know. I was sitting on the couch trying to think of ideas. Is your that back I, just that itchy? My back is per- perpetually itchy. It's it's it hurts. Your back, <laughs> your back it, is as itchy as my back is sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-to-one ratio of the different feelings so, so right now your your back it must be so itchy dude it's it's up there for sure <laughs> so that's that's the the product idea and um even if this was a real idea i would not buy it this is the stupidest thing i've ever heard of yeah that's that's a scrubby it's a scrubby yeah i don't who what who came up with that they should be fired but people probably bought it <laughs> that's uh, my segment Anyway, Theo, I have a segment for you. For me. Which I did a way too much research for. Okay. Uh, I saw on a social media site 
somebody posted an image of Twinkies cereal. Wait. Uh-huh. 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 Twinkie cereal. Imagine it. Take it into your mind. You go, hmm, that sounds disgusting. That sounds really bad. It sounds really good. It's little little Twinkies. I think it's probably has something in them. I'm not going to buy it ever. But I was like, what other garbage cereal? Because um, in Wait, America. This is, we were talking about this the other day. And I was searching around Amazon and, and talking about terrible yeah. cereals. I'm so glad that you did this segment because I need to know definitively what are the trashiest cereals out there. I need to I've, know. I found a Wikipedia article that lists every cereal that I that they know of. What? Uh, and, and How long is this list? I went, dude, I did a lot of research. I spent a while on this uh, going through. So I will give you uh, some that basically this is my segment. Why? 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 Edition. Why? So I'm gonna go through. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna list the name. I'm gonna say the date that they're active, and I will give you a description of like the shape and flavor. If I would like to guess. I would like to guess how long it was on store shelves. I would like that to be the part that I have to guess. All right, and also the 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 way I gauged this is one how funny I thought the name was just outright. Yep. If it was a wacky premise. Yes. Or if it's like. Oh, why would you, <laughs> why would oh. you do this? Uh, or if it's just like so unhealthy, like the Twinkie. The Twinkie thing is just in the fact that there's like Chips Gross. Ahoy. So, uh, so here's a few from Apple Jacks. And this is all in uh, alphabetical order, depending on how much time this takes. I don't know how much time this is going to take, but if it takes all the time, I'll split it in half. Okay. I'll do it the other half later. Uh, Apple Jacks. There's Apple Jacks, Apple Clones. Which apple is basically clones? apple-shaped cereal. Just apples? Just, it, it, act, it shaped like the cereal instead of being O's is apples. Okay. So I don't know why they're clones. <laughs> what? Was that just a marketing thing? Yeah. Apple Jacks Double Vision. There's just two, <laughs> two of them together? Yeah. They, it's, it's like they found all the goofy ones and they're like, why don't we just make this into a fucking product? Oh, they found all the defects and we're like, put them together. They only do it in 2006. And the Apple Jacks clones was 2010 to present. Oh, Apple Jacks, Apple Jacks with blank. What do you think the with is? I hope it's not something stupid like Reese's peanut butter. Mm, no, nope. butter puffs. Apple Jacks with what goes with apples in cinnamon? I don't. Know. I'll tell you, blue carrots. No, I don't <laughs> want it. Here's the tagline. This is only in 2003. Tagline: Same great Jacks taste, no apple taste, no carrot taste. <laughs> you just told me that it had the same great taste but no none of the taste it's just saying this is it's the same artificial taste you know and love none of that apple shit none of that healthy carrot shit. <laughs> oh it's my nasty God. all of that factory taste none of that real shit <laughs> oh another uh variable that i just took away of is like uh sponsored cereals because okay. there's like transformer cereal and it's like yeah, okay right, batman right. cereal uh but this one is different because it's bart simpson's no problemos <laughs> no problemos I no problemos it. and then there's bart simpson's eat my shorts yes good. I love <laughs> this. just frosted golden syrup flavored multi-green shorts i love it the promos or 2002, the my shorts were 2003. You know, I really love that cereal is like this wild west that anything, it can taste like normal cereal, but look wacky like anything. Like you they can, can make, make it, it look like anything and it can, they be can any, make it look by anything as long as it's low resolution. And enough. it's, and it's can be any color, but it's always going to taste like crunchy, sweet, it's, little, it's, little it's one of the few things that it hasn't uh, common with chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese yes that right. you can make it shaped like anything right uh wwe's bootios <laughs> give me them bootios <laughs> start your day the new day way with a bowl full of bootios that's right they're guaranteed to make sure you ain't booty oh wait <laughs> <laughs> make sure you quote ain't booty quote unquote ain't booty Every bite is packed with marshmallow treats in the shape of pure positivity, including <laughs> Wait, stars, what's, what's smiles, unicorn horns, rainbow hearts, booty crowns, what's tag booty titles, crown? and magic. I have no fucking clue. I, hope I think it's, it's just, just a, a crowd. Oh. I hope it's just a butt. It would be funny. Uh, 
All right, so, and then there's Bob Ross, The Joy of Cereal. That's great. Which is 2009 to present. Uh, That's wonderful. Has almighty mountains, lovely little bushes, and even the occasional happy little accident marshmallows with frosted o's. I love it. Ancient grain Cheerios. Ancient grain. I just imagine being an ancient grain and being like, ah, they're finally going to use me. I've lasted an eternity. (laughs) What are you putting me into? You'll probably, Cheerios? Make, you'll probably make me into some fine beer or a nice aged, nice bread you've baked. Or or just some oh, 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 you're ratchet, gonna put that regular Cheerios oh, just you're gonna, for you're healthy gonna, people? You're going to put them in, in milk and wait too long? Oh, now it's all soggy. Oh, no. Uh, you ready for this one? Cinnabon cereal. Yes, please. Cinnabon cereal. Yes, please. Cinnabon cereal. Give me a now. I will be at the end of, uh, like, Corona will be all solved, and I will be stuck in my apartment, and on my walls will be just drawn Cinnabon cereal, <laughs> Cinnabon, Cinnabon cereal. cereal. Uh, Cookie Crisp has a bunch of, I just listed all of them, so I'm just going to go through all the nasty-ass, like, desserts that you can have for breakfast. Uh, cookie Crisp Brownie. Okay. Double Chocolate Cookie Crisp. Yep. Oatmeal Cookie Crisp. Nope. Peanut butter cookie crisp. Wait, at the point at which you're having oatmeal cookie crisp, shouldn't you just have regular oatmeal for breakfast? No. No. Cookie crisp sprinkles. <laughs> oh, no. Vanilla cookie crisp. Okay. So, do you know cookies crisp started in 1977? Wow. Has their mascot been the wolf the whole time? Probably not. Hmm. Uh, create a crunch cereal making kit. Early 2000s. This was basically the complete name of this limited edition product was the Post Kids was from Post Kids was create a crunch cereal mixing kit. It consisted of four packets of cereals, alphabets, cocoa pebbles, fruity pebbles, and honeycomb, and four packets of add-ons, granola, blue rice cereal, and marshmallows and sprinkles. You know what kids love? You made your own nasty ass cereal. You you know what uh, parents love early in the morning? Picking up all the garbage from all of these nasty packets. I think there's just some parent that was worked for a cereal company and was just like, my kids are already mixing all their nasty. They're they're putting fruity cup pebbles in with cocoa pebbles, even though those flavors do not go together. So let's just like make this a whole thing. Let's, just do let's it. make let's it just... into a quote unquote fun activity let's for just kids. Dive right in for that. Uh, Eggo's cereal, which is yeah, just I've heard little of that, waffles. Actually. The Elf on the Shelf cereal. It's watching you down your throat. <laughs> It's watching you. Uh, it's a sugar cookie cereal with marshmallows. So basically, diabetes. Leave some out for Santa. But it's going to be soggy by the time he gets there. That was in 2019, by the way. It yeah, came out the last The Elf on year. the Shelf was like a, a fad like a couple of years ago. Weird. Uh, Freakies. 1972 to 1976 and reintroduced in 1987. Consisted of crunchy, light brown, Taurus shapes, um, amalgamed... Uh, was marketed using a cast of several creatures known collectively as the Freakies. The Freakies. Hey, you, you want some Freakies this morning? <laughs> uh, same thing for Cookie Crisp for Frosted Flakes. Birthday confetti Frosted Flakes. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty much just take an Oreo flavor and slap it on a cereal, yeah. isn't it, at this point? Frosted, this one made me laugh. Less sugar Frosted Flakes. What just you... feels like, <laughs> like I guess, like wow. Thanks for making me feel bad about all these frosted flakes I've been eating for years. Less sugar for it. Frosted flakes, gold, Ooh. honey nut frosted flakes. That was a crossover and, event of the century. And banana cream frosted flakes. Gross. That's nasty. What? They had banana ones, but it was only in the eighties, and then they stopped with them. And then Can I was like, not... Why do you? Why does it need to be banana cream? Why not just say banana? The weird part is that for most of your cereals, you can provide both the banana and the cream. It's not that hard to cut up a banana and then pour in yeah. milk. You can it's, provide that your own experience. Uh, good friend cereal, fiber cereal. It made me laugh because it's just two middle-aged people just smiling on the Good covers. friends. Like, good friends. Yeah, we're friends now. You know what good friends do? They help each other shit real good. <laughs> they get some Squatty to buddies. <laughs> Squatty buddies. Uh, Havesies. From the 1980s, it just had half the sugar. Great. Uh, and it had a King cartoon uh, mascot that looked like Captain Crunch, but a king. Uh, Hershey's cookie and cream cereal. That's just candy. 
Stop it. it. Stop it. It's just candy. Here's the thing. Also, Hershey Kisses cereal. That's just that's just chocolate. Stop it. Yeah, it's just chocolate. It's just like I don't mind cocoa puffs and stuff. I used to have those a bit, but as a kid, now I'm horrified by them. (laughs) I wouldn't have them now, but I would definitely not have. Well, okay, these ones are interesting. Honey Bunches of Oats has a few. Chicken and waffle honey bunches of oats. I think I'm going to puke. I'll be right back. I'm puke. <laughs> okay. Well, what about maple bacon donuts? At least it's got the, ma- the, bacon, the maple bacon profile. The ma- is, bacon. Is, 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 it's at least in the breakfast sphere. The bacon bacon. The, uh, and the, then there's... <laughs> the breakfast cinematic universe, the brecosphere. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Keebler's cookie crunch cereal. Uh, the box notes that the cereal contains two Keebler cookie favorites, fudge shop fudge stripes and chips deluxe so it's just basically hey get these mini cookies in your system Jesus. early in the morning monopoly cereal from 2003 <laughs> you've taken a bite of my cereal you now owe me two thousand dollars <laughs> thank you for this i think it's hilarious because it, okay so it's believed that the cereal is actually cinnamon toast crunch with added marshmallow <laughs> <laughs> the first three we ingredients call listed on the side were whole place. wheat, sugar, and marshmallow bits. And and yeah, the 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 marshmallow bits were just like things from Monopoly. Monopoly the pieces and the yeah. I don't even think it was the pieces. It was like the board pieces. Also, what squares? White squares. I know that as a child, I loved Monopoly. It was fun playing with my cousins. But in no. retrospect, like. What kid likes bankrupting other kids? What kind Ooh, of sadistic no, bullshit is that? Would you play Monopoly modern day? Like, you come over and I I say, I got Monopoly. So, a funny story is I played Monopoly, like, six months ago. And it was, we stayed up so goddamn late, and it was not worth it. It's a game that is literally attrition. It is, like, you just have to beat everybody down. Yes, it's capitalism the game, and I don't want to play. It's, It's the point of it, but it's also a bad game. I would maybe play as an adult. I would maybe try it and then get mad at it. Uh, Mr. T cereal. <laughs> Mr. T only eats this brand of cereal. <laughs> Listen up, kids. I only eat cereal that's shit by teas, <laughs> which it is. Uh, and I collaborated with Ice Tea for this cereal. It's all tea flavored. <laughs> only teas here, and Mr. T, where's the Mohawks? Where's the cereal of my head, <laughs> Mr. T? We couldn't afford it. We could only do teas. He's like, excuse me? No, let's talk. Let me talk with my real voice right now. What are you talking about? You only got teas? <laughs> Mr. T here. This Mr. is my T real here. voice. Uh, I wanted the marshmallow bits. The marshmallow bits are the best. And they're like, we could only get the teas. And they're like, you got the worst part of the cereal? Jesus. And that's people. the only, you can't, you can't even get the, all the, Monopoly had marshmallows. I can't believe this. And that, of course, that's from 1984. Uh, and last for, I think for this part, because we're only, we're halfway through, but we're running out of time, is Morning Funnies. It's like comics. Made, yeah, it's made with four grains and heavily sweetened. Was bright colored and shaped like smiling faces, but not any specific comic strip character. It came with comics of like Dennis the Menace, Family Circus, and stuff on the box. Huh. So it had the tie-ins, it had, but it didn't quite have the licensing it was, agreement. It was a, it was it lasted only eighty eight to eighty nine, so it wasn't very popular. The kids weren't all about these these comics because you these you get funnies. the funnies in the newspaper anyway. Why well, get a shitty? Cereal right, I agree. It I agree with you. Uh, but we haven't even gotten. We're only halfway through, and the I second half are wild. Sense. I think they're more wild. I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. Well, you're gonna have to stay on the edge of your seat until next time here on Segment City, because it's the end of the podcast. We want to thank you guys for listening to our podcast. If you have any segments that you want to throw our way, or you have any comments, anything you want to send to Theo and I, please hit up uh, our email with at segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter. Hit up our YouTube, uh, both our Segment City. And uh, leave us a star rating if you don't mind. If you enjoy the show, leave us a review. We love reading those. And you know who we also enjoy and saw recently? You're such a good transitioner, my boy. Sometimes I wonder where it comes from. Not from me, probably from from somebody else. Who's that person? You know, that, you could you <laughs> had to go transition, like you were transitioning, like you were doing it, and now it's like a bit for you, and I hate it. 
We want to thank Rachel Rosen. Play in the space with me. She is great. She has her own podcast called Create Loud. You can check it out wherever you got this podcast. Thank you, Rachel. And thank you, everybody, again. Uh, I hope you guys stop eating these nasty cereals. Stop eating snakes. Stop eating stop dogs. Eating stop dogs eating babies. And, uh, um, but also, look up some 4TV <laughs> products and get for your itchy back. Anyway, that's the end of our show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>